0: Network Interference is produced and distributed by Lunavox. Lunavox, that's the name we came up with. Please stand by.
1: Welcome to Network Interference. I am your humble host, Shane, joined by my wonderful, fantastic daughter,
2: Marlo. (laughs) Marlo.
1: Like I said, I was about to say that right on the tip of my tongue.
2: I was just speeding it up a little bit.
1: That's right. We need to. The show needs to go a lot faster than it's been going. Keep it going. Keep it rolling. Keep it going like a train and tell me what's going on today. What's happening?
2: I think that we're going to be talking about AI art. AI? Yeah. Do you know what AI is?
1: You know what? I think there's a song about that. Yeah? It's like AI, AI, AI. Is that it? Is that what we're talking uh, about? You're close. Sounds like a fun conversation, <laughs> though. <laughs> All right. What is it? I don't know what that song's about. AI, AI, AI. Okay.
2: Is it? Well, AI stands for artificial intelligence.
1: Oh. So, like computers
2: and computers being slightly smarter than us I've or s- not even slightly. I've way
1: seen more. that movie.
2: Yeah. Does, or movies.
1: They do not end well.
2: They don't. Never do. But we also have someone joining. Us. To oh, talk great. About this.
1: Because I, I don't know much about it. So I'm glad we have someone joining us. Who could that be?
2: It's your friend Eric.
1: That sounds good. Where is he?
2: He's actually already here.
1: Oh, he's already here. You don't Where? see him? No, I do not see him. <laughs> I thought he was floating around on the space station. Hello, Eric. Are you there? Come in, Eric. I am Eric. here. Oh, he's there. I'm <laughs> here. How's it going? I'm in the outer space. You sound (laughs) sound like you're in the outer space. (laughs) Eric,
0: tell us about what you're doing. Well, I got involved in this. uh, People call it AI art, but uh, I like to call it the art machine. The art machine. I like that. I've been some stuff and it gives you back a masterpiece. (laughs) It really does.
2: And what do you type in?
0: You type in whatever you want. I try to keep them short. Some people put like really, really long stuff. I I put in song lyrics sometimes. Sometimes I just- Eric tries to keep it to about three (laughs) paragraphs, I think.
2: (laughs) I didn't even think about putting in song lyrics. That's so cool.
0: Yeah, if you put in like poetic stuff, it's like, well, let's see what comes back, you know?
2: (laughs) it seems really interesting. The whole process of all of this, like I'm more of a writer, so I can come up with beautiful things in writing form. And then I can put that into the AI and create things.
1: I guess you may have just explained to me, what part of the value of this is Mm -hmm. using words to create visual art that's fascinating to me i see a reason for that to exist what about you eric what's the purpose of the ai art the artificial intelligence art what void is it filling what were we asking for when this is what we were given i
0: think what you know uh, you'll be able to do is ultimately, if you are a writer or something, you know, and you need pictures, like if you're a blogger, instead of going and getting stock pictures or something like that, you'll you'll be able to just make your own.
2: I used a whole bunch of different ones, and I found the one that had the best free version that had the least amount of ads. Oh,
0: the
1: least amount! She went for the one with the least <laughs> amount of ads, Eric. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think Eric has a different set of criteria for selecting his
0: applications. <laughs> (laughs) And what are those? Well, I'm trying to see what what the machines can do. I mean, there's so many different ones. Mm. The first one I started out with was this one called Crayon. It's C-R-A-I-Y-O-N because you have to misspell everything on the Internet. Sure. And
2: they're putting in A-I in the word crayon. That's what they're doing. it's got
0: A-I in the middle. Oh, clever. Clever. And I would type in things like science and superstition, and you would get, you know, like these stars and planets mm. and and cats for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah. why. laughs> well, there's, I, I believe that I believe it reads the
1: internet, and uh, uh, so there's a lot of cats on the internet, no <laughs> doubt about that. That's how it learns. You're actually teaching the machine. It's like machine learning. Wow, uh, right, that's right, so cool. Right. Eric shares a lot of his artwork with people that follow his blog and on the social network, so I get to see what he's doing, and it's that's and it's so Fascinating. Eric spends a little bit of time explaining his process. Uh, Eric, you you had a kind of a guy, maybe in a trench coat, silhouetted on a on a street that's uh,
0: raining, in a maybe an alley or something. I can tell you exactly what the prompt was. It was wet city streets, moody, film noir, black and white, cinematic, atmospheric. A mysterious man, and that's like all I, I said. He in. limits it to three
1: paragraphs, Marlo. Just remember that.
2: Yeah, well, it's just <laughs> I think that it's just interesting because yeah, like I wouldn't have ever thought of some of those words. Like I don't think that I would put noir in my oh Eric's got that's him a awesome.
1: vocabulary. I think he well, just keeps r- typing words until his fingers get
0: tired, uh huh, and then he hits <laughs> <and> then he <laughs> hits the and button and see
2: what happens. One
0: of the things on mid journey is is you can sit there and you can watch other people typing things and see what's coming up and see what other people are typing. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Thing. So you can go to other people's galleries and see all of the things that they've, it's all open. So it's good that way.
1: So this technology is evolving rapidly, right, Eric?
0: How quickly is it changing? What's it going to be oh, like next year? Uh, I don't know what it's going to be like in a week. It's <laughs> like. <laughs> artists are like really freaked out about this whole thing.
2: That's what I've read about too. That's crazy. Well,
0: I can see it from their point of view. I mean, even though I
1: am a graphic artist and a commercial artist and my business is technology, I draw a very wide line between that work and my artwork, uh, the paintings that I produce. Mm. And so, sure, it's a little intimidating to think that someone else can spend five minutes maybe experimenting with. app a little bit, trying a few different prompts and coming up with something uh, fabulous. However, that's always been the case with technology. That's Mm -hmm. nothing new. I've always been competing with technology. To be honest with you, I'm not that intimidated by it.
0: I'm actually not worried about it either. And I think the people that are worried about it are the people that haven't been using it because they think it's like, you know, it's like an art button. It's like, boop, and then there it is. It does take a lot of work. You have to learn it all at the same time. But there are things that are problems with it. And if you're an artist on the Internet and you're trying to build an audience or something and you're trying to create a style, like, for example, your paintings have a a tremendous style. I love your paintings. Thank Absolutely you. Amazing. you. If you're trying to do something like that with an art machine like this, every time you type in stuff, it's going to be different things. You're not going to be able to create a consistent style. And if you're working with a client or something, for example, and the client wants something specific and it's got to be exactly like this, and you're trying to make the machine do it with the way the technology is now, you really can't do that. Gotcha. That's good to That's know. That's a good way to, to think about it, certainly today. Now, next yeah. week... <laughs> yeah yeah next week it's going to be better but I next think week that, i close I the, studio the studio down the, the machine is still learning but by next year the machine will learn everything and and, and the then, artists will and all then be then broke. take over that's right then then the great art
1: war begins it's gonna be great. <laughs> great, great, great
2: great i hadn't thought about the fact that the AI art isn't advanced enough to really be a threat as of yet
1: it will always be a threat and it will never be a threat yeah i really oh, i believe that i've been mm-hmm. i've been out yeah, it for 30 years uh, at it,
0: you just said it. That there really isn't that much to be worried about. I mean, things are going to change, but things are always changing. That's that's the sure. way it is. Mm-hmm.
2: That's a great um, thing to say. You know, yeah.
0: If we think back into the, into the past, like, I mean, the arts and crafts movement started because of the Industrial Revolution.
2: And, you know, mm. we have
0: all of that stuff and, and modernism and all of that that came after.
1: You want to hear about some angry artists, Marla? Yeah. I'm going to tell you about some angry artists. We're going back to the mid-1800s, all right? You got this one artist. I'm not even going to Mm -hmm. say his name because it doesn't matter. They were all angry. (laughs) And he had just spent the last 30 years of his life finally getting that element of detail out of his portraits. Went to Europe and harassed some of the masters there, getting some tricks and some techniques, right? So he finally got it and he's like, yo, I finally have figured out how to paint the perfect portrait. Then the camera comes. Camera gets invented. There's Abraham Lincoln getting his picture taken with a big old hat.
2: Mm -hmm. No more paintings needed. No more sitting still for five hours or longer.
1: These were some angry artists. Mm -hmm. All at once when they saw the camera, they all screamed. But the screams were so loud that you could hear them across continents. (laughs) They were mad at the camera, and they were saying, "Well, that's just realism. That's just instant realism. Realism at the
0: touch of a button." Oh, yeah, yes, because photography—that's not art. That's just that's just realism. You know, that, that just shows what's really there. It's, it's not work like painting is. You know, it's just
1: pointing a thing and pushing a button. But the truth is, with few exceptions, for hundreds of years. That's exactly what they were trying to achieve was realism. Yeah. That's exactly what artists were trying to do. For hundreds of years, hundreds and hundreds of years, all artists are really trying to do is make a photograph hmm. that doesn't exist yet. And that's why the old masters are so phenomenal phenomenal how did they do that some of that stuff is photorealistic hundreds and hundreds of years before the camera was invented i mean with that camera came baby they were just like they were bummed Mm -hmm. those artists were really bummed they were hanging out at the local watering hole drinking whiskey getting drunk crying (laughs) and complaining and whining about that Dad,
0: it, the, this camera. analogy they drank their milkshake. It was like that's what they did. You know, they they <laughs> created it, made it as realistic as possible, and that's their whole life. They tried to do that. And now, now, what are we going to do? You know? Yeah.
1: Then art got really interesting. Then Picasso mm. and Matisse, uh, the the Van art Go. center in Paris, yeah. mm. Van Gogh. They're saying, you know what? Screw realism. Now it's time for us to have fun that's when you started having movements Every five or six years, you got a new movement. You're right. right. And then you got hundreds of movements. You got cubism. You got expressionism. And then in America, you have abstract expressionism with Jackson Pollock. And he's not trying to create a photograph. He's just getting drunk, splashing paint around
0: in his garage.
2: Yeah, it's like they didn't have to worry about that need to create realism anymore.
0: Someone like Jackson Pollock, it's not even realism. He wasn't even trying to do representation anymore. It was just like, it's about The paint. (laughs) You can probably get an app
1: now for free. Watch a few ads. You can probably get an app now Mm -hmm. that will create a cubism effect. There wasn't no cameras that could create cubism in 1905. I don't think anyone could have predicted Picasso or Jackson Pollock. So we can't really predict what this is going to do for the hands-on physical analog artist and
2: that's exciting
1: it sure is it really i don't know is. What, i am i am a i am a hands-on artist
2: yeah so this is almost kind of freeing us up if we think about it in a positive way this is freeing us up to come up with new ways Perhaps. of creating i don't art. know
1: yes. we're gonna something do, do something new. and
2: it'll be exciting and so i think that we're gonna change is okay and i think that maybe sure. these artists are just freaking out about they don't want the change and sometimes change is okay
1: Eric and I We were in film school. Back in the dim time, the old days. (laughs) The old days in film school, right? There was not one computer that I recall in the whole film department. No. Was there a a closet containing a computer
0: that I'm unaware of, Eric? There was a computer in the film store
1: where they kept all the
0: equipment. I worked there for three years. Oh, yeah?
1: That was my first job from freshman, sophomore, and junior year. I was a film store attendant, and I also uh, drove the film van. The
0: film Uh, van?
1: Yes. So when you needed uh, film stock, supplies, tapes... Things like that.
0: When you had to go into New York to to go to the labs because you always had to go to the lab. Which we you went don't twice. Have to do we went twice a week. I would drive the van.
1: It in. was that old Pepsi van that PepsiCo donated yeah. to the film department. Love that job. Yeah. That's so yeah, yeah you I guess
0: you, you you had the film van. We didn't have the film van. We had to actually go by ourselves. Oh. And you know, seven hundred dollars in cash in our shoe while we we're walking around. We were shooting
1: sixty millimeter film for the most part and uh editing with our hands. And uh, that's why there's so much blood, sweat and tears, literally blood, sweat and tears. I know I've sweated over some film. Hmm. I know I've cried over some films.
2: And probably at yeah, your... Pretty
1: sure I cut myself. <laughs>
2: <Those> <laughs>
1: razor blades, baby. You know, you yeah. chopping the little shot. It's like a guillotine.
2: And I bet the students at, at your college now, they're not doing that they probably just use their laptop. Oh, absolutely,
1: so, yeah. absolutely, for, for yep. a long time. The point is we did not have artificial
0: intelligence yes. at that time, that was to come. I was just thinking the other day, you know, when I was, I was shooting something over here, you know, half the stuff that you go on a shoot with the cameras, the lights, all that stuff, none of that stuff was invented when we were in film school because the lights are all LEDs and the cameras are all digital, all that stuff wasn't around. It seems
1: we have people who are for artificial intelligence, art, programs and that technology and some people who may be against it, a lot of people who are confused by it. What kind of controversies are brewing up around this artificial intelligence art?
2: So recently there was a guy who created an AI generated piece and it took first place in the digital art category at the Colorado State Fair.
1: Colorado State Fair. Hold on hold on a second. Let me get this right. There's a guy. Yes. And he got one of these apps or a program or something Mm -hmm. on his computer. He put in some prompts, right? Like we've been talking about. uh, Generated a piece of artificial intelligence art, AI art, and won the blue ribbon? Yes won the blue ribbon.
2: And so I have his piece pulled up. I thought that you could explain what it looks like just to see do you think this is deserving of first place?
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. It looks gorgeous. <laughs> it looks it looks like honestly that it was painted by Michelangelo. Yeah. It looks like it comes from the Renaissance because that is incredible. But you're telling me that his computer did it.
2: And won first place. All right,
0: I got you. Eric, what say you? Well, I think winning is a problem because uh, he was in the category of uh digital artist. I think that was the category. Yes. Which is the proper category, but, I mean, it's a totally different process. I mean, it's not the same thing. So I think that the problem with the, the contest is they need an, a different category. Exactly. Um,
2: yeah, and that's what he that's said, the too.
0: solution.
1: Yes. AI art category.
2: Yeah, he even said, okay. that's what he's hoping, is that he hopes that the art world will recognize AI-created art as its own category.
1: Sure. You know what?
2: And now it's not, and so I'll he had to put that. it in there.
0: There should be a category. I think he was defensive, uh, because um, artists just went nuts when he won. And yes. It's like, what the hell is this? You know, He just pushed a button and he wins. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. You know. They're right.
2: But, so maybe it shouldn't be in the digital art category at the state fair, but it should have its own category because it is a form of art. Sure. So... Could an AI generator be considered a tool for digital art?
1: The program that I selected, right? Mm-hmm. I had certain—we all had certain criteria. Uh, Marlo's criteria was the fewest—the fewest, <laughs> the fewest <laughs> ads. Okay, uh, Eric was dabbling in a bunch because Eric's mission seems to be exploring this technology from all different angles and different applications. So that's why he's so fun to talk to about the subject. You know, he's he's out exploring and testing things out. Trying to make it screw up and then say, oh, well, I can't do that, but it can do this, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of. Yeah, it's great. Thank you for doing it. So I don't have to. My (laughs) criteria was pretty simple. I didn't want to simply put in the words and be surprised by what comes out. I wanted to use it as a tool. And the one that I tried, it's called Dream. Mm -hmm. The reason I selected that one was because I could use one of my own images as the reference, starting point reference, and then add these words to it. And I'm still using my original images. It was cool because I could dial up how much influence my original image had on the Dream version. Mm So if you dial it all the way up, it looks almost like my original image. The more you dial it down, the more abstract your original image becomes. Again, it's just mixing an image that I've selected with a gazillion other images on the internet that it's learned from. And I've got some results that I'm really happy with. I want to get some prints made, artificially dreamed up version of my original artwork that has a little bit of this style that I can select. I think it's called synthwave, mm, and yeah. it gives me a cool '80s vibe, <laughs> kind of Miami Vice purples and pinks, and little splashes of that in my black and white portraits. I just let the computer add a few, you know, pieces of weirdness to it to achieve that little little... little splash of color that's me turning that into Mm. a tool
2: yeah and i think Mm -hmm. i I love hearing about both of y'all's process to doing ai art because it kind of brings more merit to it that i didn't know about beforehand
1: This has been a very interesting topic for me. I got to say, I've actually learned a lot. Eric, thank you for sharing what you've learned during your explorations in the wild,
0: wild west (laughs) of artificial intelligence. These are the early days, right? It's very early days. Yeah, I I wouldn't call myself an expert. I mean, I'm just. Just starting. Well, you're an expert just to us. He's just a humble explorer. He's just floating around in
1: the atmosphere. Thank you for downloading all of those applications and software uh, into your computers and your telephones and tablets and wherever else you download them so that we didn't have to. I only downloaded one. Marlo, how many did you download? I think three. Well, uh, I'm, Eric,
2: a, I'm a humble explorer too. Eric's
1: checking them all out and he's taking names. <laughs> Anyway, he's kicking butt out there. Oh, He's holding these things side by side. (laughs) He's sizing them up. What can they do and what they can't do? I don't know, but I'm glad that you're doing it. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thank you so much.
1: Sure. Oh, it's great fun. And Marlo, thank you for sharing what you've learned.
2: Yeah, you're welcome. Always.
1: I think that we will probably see each other again. Maybe. In the future. See, Eric's got a computer, artificially intelligent computer that makes predictions for him. Me, I'm old school. Crystal ball all the way. Eric uh, predicts the future. He's right a lot of the different. time. I'll I'll give you that, Eric. A lot of the times, you're, just, you're, you're just very prophetic, fine. but that is not 100% of the time. My crystal ball, however. 100%. <laughs> 100% never <laughs> fails. It's You can take that to the bank.
2: Mm-hmm. And I have,
1: once before, I took my crystal ball to the bank. How much was it? No, I just said-
2: Oh, you just said- I just
1: took it to the bank. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, just okay. to share it. You didn't. Oh, owners, oh, gotcha. You want to tell
2: them their fortune.
1: No, and they, I was just bragging, just bragging about it. No, <laughs> you know what? I was holding it. And and I was walking, I had to go into the bank. So oh, okay. but yes, I did take it to the bank. Okay. So now I'm gonna look into that crystal ball, right? Uh-huh. And I see in the future the three of us are going to get together once again and discuss this topic in further detail. Sounds that's like my a great that's time. my prediction. And you can take that to the bank. <laughs> Eric, you can take that to the bank. We'll see if it happens. <laughs> <laughs> crystal ball don't lie. Crystal ball never lies.
2: Lunavox,
0: that's the name we came up with.